Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today the subject is courage and conviction. Now, the first thing we think of normally when we think about courage is battlefield and strength and physical courage that that people represent when they're going to war, that kind of thing, that kind of courage. Also, there's courage involved in everyday life. Living your life needs courage. And I think this particular subject is is probably going to link the two words in so much that our convictions, and in this case, perhaps our spiritual conviction, is what we're talking about here. And to have courage, to have that conviction, is maybe what our subject is about today. But I'm sure it will move from subject to subject as we go through it. And today, we've got Patrick here. Corinne and Julia. And Pat, how would you like to start this podcast? What would you like to say on the subject? Yeah, hello, Paul. Well, uh, the first word, courage, um, in preparation for this talk, I had a little look into the the dictionary, that is sometimes helpful. And it, in, in brief, said, facing adversity and danger without fear. And I thought to myself, well, I didn't think that was accurate in all cases, let's put it like that, because I certainly have felt fear or trepidation um, and sometimes have stood up and faced a test anyway. And I, I think... I think that is courage because I think if you have no fear, there isn't really any need for courage in one sense. Um, and oftentimes I've been thinking in regards to this talk that what we are fearful of is the unknown um, in, in in a lot of ways, especially in regards to um you know, personal, uh, emotional, spiritual struggles that we may be going through or maybe more practical um, instances as well. We're not sure what's going to happen and we um, we don't feel secure in ourselves about what is ahead of us and we that's when fear can set in. And sometimes that's when you have to apply courage and moving on from that what and reflecting on what we've learned in the foundation uh, over many years and, and decades in fact that the more we get to know ourselves and the more we go through the, the little trials and tribulations and 
have failures and successes and the learning that comes through, we we know ourselves a bit more. The fear can begin to subside when we start to trust ourselves a little bit more and we slowly gain more acceptance that the great mind has has designed a tapestry for us and that all things that happen to us and especially when we're facing a test whether we whether we in one sense i was going to say do well or we may even fail in both of those examples there is meaning and purpose in those because of the the learning that we do so when we start to understand that a bit and if i may say give ourselves over to trusting that the great mind has a greater plan then i have found that we're not so fearful and so we're not stressed and not quite so much draw on courage because we find ourselves having a bit more acceptance and as we've heard him said many times going with the flow so maybe when we get to that point we may find that we have a bit more self-belief and self-confidence and maybe then that's we when we may have the conviction to move forward with purpose knowing that whatever will happen is the will of the great mind very good patrick thank you very much so got several things there to dis- discuss corinne so we're talking about acceptance is what patrick was saying uh, and it's the acceptance and the belief which is the conviction in the great mind that gives us the strength to have the courage to deal with perhaps our difficulties in our life knowing that it's there for a reason is that how you see things uh, yes i do paul i believe that courage is when perhaps you have got the conviction that here inside of you, there is strength. And inside all of us, there is the good seed offered to us by the great mind, all the strength that we may need in this lifetime is there. It is for us to use it. It is for us to to search for it in time of challenges, for example. And the way I see it is that when you have courage, you believe in this inner strength and whatever may happen, you you know you may use this strength. Of course, it is not uh, easy. It is not easy at all. We are living a very difficult time. As Patrick has said, there is a great plan. 
there is a, an overall tapestry designed by the great mind, and each and every one of us is facing uh, trials, challenges, tests, and collectively, at the present time, mankind is facing great challenges. So, yes, it really needs uh, courage. For example, when I see on the TV, they show us pictures from Ukraine. And really, I think, oh, these people, they've got great courage. And I can see they search for their inner strength to adapt and to find resilience in the conditions of war that this war is occurring for them. Now, you need spiritual strength to find the courage to tell the truth. And so here, of course, Paul, we do not uh, speak of physical strength. We really speak of spiritual strength. And we know that for us, truth is very important. Truth is important for the future of mankind. And so to tell the truth needs courage. And I was thinking about it and I thought, why why do we need courage to tell the truth? Because I believe that in spirit, truth is just uh, the way of being. But here on the earth, why do we need courage to, to tell the truth? And I thought it can be because of the human flaws, perhaps the flaw of self, sometimes the flaw of greed. And sometimes, because of the ego, we do not find the courage to tell the truth or to accept things as they are or the mistakes we have made. So here again, we can speak of acceptance, you see. And sometimes one might also need courage when facing an illness or other circumstances in life. And here again, I believe that when you have the conviction that the tests are being laid for you and that somewhere there is the strength you may find to go through these things, it will help to develop courage. And also, some people on their tapestry, it is meant that they return home committing suicide. And this requires great courage, I believe, as well. But it is really an experience who might help them develop courage. And this is very much uh, acceptable, of course. Thank you very much, Corinne. Again, lots of things to discuss there, Julia. We've got 
truth, I think, at the top of the pile there, and all, and all those things that said how important it is when you have a problem that you need courage to um, deal with it. First of all, you've got to look at yourself in truth, have you not? And recognize that you have this issue or problem and only then can you really deal with it and draw on as much strength as you can to to overcome and see yourself past the problem what do you yes. think yes i absolutely agree i think truth is key um because you know the more you know yourself the more perhaps you've surfaced your mind, then you're in a stronger position to deal with things. Because as we learn here in the foundation, you know, we are two when we are on the earth. We are a physical being and we are also a spirit within the physical being. And the idea is to really get to know both and bring them together. And that way you can draw on spiritual strength and that can be used in your life day to day. Um, but to, to get to that point, you really do have to find um, some courage to face up to certain truths about yourself in the early days. It's it's quite difficult, as I, I think we've all experienced. But I think if you really do want to get there, if you like, and find that place where you feel comfortable and you feel a little bit more peaceful, then I think it's very worth the endeavour. And I think as you do find a little bit more strength over time and through experience, it encourages you to keep going. Um, so truth is absolutely vital. And really, I think when you are showing um, courage, as has been said, you are drawing on that spiritual strength. It, it may be that a situation arises uh, that you actually discover a little bit more strength in a situation that you didn't realize you had. So, you know, that that is always a wonderful thing. And to be convinced about things, to have beliefs as we have here, I think, again, that strengthens as you go along in life and apply what we've learned here from our tutors. So as you apply the teachings and realize the logic and the reason of what you've learned because of the lessons you've learned in your own life and how you've got to know yourself better, then I think it just underscores the whole um, belief system. And I think it naturally brings about a stronger feeling from you when you're talking about things. And I think also we, we've learned over time as well to be a little bit more quiet with it you know whereas in the early days we wanted to give it out in spades i think now with a greater understanding about life uh we, you know we have learned not to interfere so much and to recognize that everyone has their own responsibilities so all you can do is be responsible for yourself stand up for the truth and that will take strength and courage but, you know, that is important to do all the time. Stand up for the truth if you feel there's something not being said correct. And stand up for your beliefs. 
and live your beliefs. You know, none of us here I know would be giving lip service to anything, but I think some people might speak about things, but are they actually demonstrating that in how they live and behave in their life? So I think it's very important to have that basic truth and then you live the life with the belief that you feel very strongly about. And I think that sets a great example for others and might draw some attention from others to find out what it is, you know, you believe and why. So, you know, we all we can do is sort of stand up for ourselves and um, keep strong and be truthful. Thank you, Julia. That was very interesting. Now, Pat, now... I'm going to go on to belief now because it is a conviction and it is something really that is very difficult to grasp physically because obviously it isn't a physical thing. And the foundation teachings that we've had over the years, we've had to really think about it and, and consider it, haven't we? And we've not always felt comfortable with certain things, but we've taken what we are able at that time from whatever the teachings have offered. So so to have courage to to believe in something is is not an easy thing to do, is it? Particularly when, as I say, there appears to be no real proof. Of course, you may disagree with that. But what do you think, Pat? That doesn't quite resonate with me, Paul. You did say it, I might disagree with it. But my own thoughts on that would be that it doesn't take courage to, to to foster and think about your own beliefs in spirit and a great mind. It's not to say that I haven't gone through a, an awful long uh, road of understanding and misunderstanding and and re-evaluating and um, coming into clear pasture of of, um, of newer understanding, deeper understandings of, of uh, the conviction I have about um, spirit and about the great mind. For me, that was or is something simply which is innately part of me because I was living a life that wasn't making me happy really the life that I was leading was not making me happy spiritually so I have tried to turn away in one sense away from thinking about spirit but it's I felt a part of me was was dying. So I felt like I had no choice but to engineer a way back to receiving the food that was which was sustenance for my soul. So it wasn't a case of having courage. It was just to keep me alive and to find a real happiness that's that I was seeking in all the wrong places. That's lovely, Pat. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, Corinne. We, you know, we we all approach 
our belief system that, that that we've we've gathered to us to ourselves in different ways and uh, and i and i think we are and we approach them differently and i think this is you know i think we're all going to disagree perhaps how we have found our belief <laughs> and maybe it's you know it's, it's such a personal thing so what what would you like to say about that the simple is that we are all individuals each of us is different uh, from the other we are individual persons so it is also an individual journey um Personally, I think that uh, my conviction has come with time, really. Um, I started to follow the teachings, to attend the, the courses, and I found logic and reason. So that was really a um, big first step for me, because in no other teachings ever I had found so much reason and logic. And that, that was very important for me to start with. And it is it should be known, but uh, I might repeat it. Um, everybody is free in this foundation to attend, perhaps to, to leave, perhaps to take some distance. Perhaps to take some time to digest what has already been given or offered as knowledge, and then uh, to come back and to be welcome again and and receive more knowledge. And so it is up to to everyone and also the way individually one is wishing to to learn. But for me, in applying the teachings, sometimes realizing something that was said, perhaps I had not really understood. But then in life, there is a situation and they like, oh, yes, spirit told us this and that. And, and I can see now. I can. And then I got convinced because I was living the things. The teachings are, are living and in our life, we go through experiences, we've got our tests that also help us to develop spiritually. It is the way I developed my, my convictions, really. So it came with time for me. And I understand, Corinne. I do understand. <laughs> and it's very interesting that... Um, Patrick and yourself and, and myself as well. We, I think we all come to this in a different way. But Julia, I think the application of the teaching is perhaps where the courage comes in. Because if you hear the teachings, you may accept them. And if we believe in the teachings, then we have to apply ourselves and live the teachings as best we can. So I think you were, you referred to that a little bit earlier in your earlier mm, conversation, yes. but I think there's probably more that you can say on the subject. Mm, yes, I think so. I mean, I, I came to the fellowship at quite a young age, and I think looking back now, I think I can recognise that it gave me a sense of security because 
I wasn't secure in myself at all. I lacked confidence. And I was absolutely fascinated with what I heard right from the beginning. And I also feel that, um, I don't think I put it into words or thoughts at the time, but I, I really felt I I trusted um, a lot in those days, which some people might think was rather foolish, but I, I really felt um, really drawn to Padina and Gordon. And I think, as I say, I think it was a security that I needed to almost give me some space to find a little bit about myself, to, to find that confidence, which, you know, obviously takes time to come for, for everybody who, who has lost it or has never had it. So, you know, as I say, I was really interested. And the more I learned, the more I wanted to learn. And I kept going back to the seminars and the meetings. And I just found it so interesting. And I wanted to do and to be what we were being taught, you know, to be truthful, to to know myself, to find my purpose and all of this. And at the time, I think I probably thought, oh, yes, yes, I understand that. And yes, that makes sense. But it's only, as I think has been said by Patrick and Corrine, um, as you live your life and you go through the experiences, you then think back to what you learnt and what you were told by your tutors and you understand really what that lesson was all about because you've lived, lived it. And it just gives you a little bit more, if you like, conviction, which is the word we've got this evening, um, in the teachings. And as Karina says, there's a logic and a reason to it all. It just makes sense. And, and it makes sense most of all because of what's happening in your own life. As has, has been said, we are all individual. We all have a tapestry. And the tests will come along because they are tests that are needed for us and they're specific tests that we need to go through. And I think if you are truthful to yourself, then you can go forward and learn and come through them in the right way and get a little bit stronger and find a little bit more conviction. But, you know, it is applying what you've learnt and feeling that you want to progress and feeling that you want to improve and get to know yourself. So I think there's that desire to, if you like, be what you are learning from, from the tutors. And that, I think, has been with me and continues to be with me now. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still wanting to learn more. I still find it fascinating. But the key for me is, is truth. And if you can find the strength and the courage to be truthful, first of all, to yourself, then that is such a good foundation to go forward and, you know, take things slowly and learn a little bit more about yourself slowly. And I think in time, I have found a bit more patience with that. Um, I think in the early days, you know, I really was wanting to be there, you know, next week, as it were. But, you know, all these things take time. And as we are told by our wise tutors, perhaps it is better if these things do take time because you really get the written richness of the lesson. And I think there's a lot of fulfillment and um 
yeah, appreciation in what you've been through. And I think you can look back on anything you've been through, the failures as well as the successes, with um, a much more of an understanding um, thought in your mind. And I just feel more encouraged all the time to learn more and to try and take the teachings forward, which is what I always wanted to do right from early days when I was asked by Erasmus. I just said I wanted to share what I've learnt with other people. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be able to try and do this now and, and hopefully ongoing into the future. Excellent, Julia. And excellent, everybody else. Well done. Now, Padina, would you like to say something to end off our lovely podcast? Yes, greetings. Greetings, Padina. In spirit, courage is seen to be a quality which is appreciated and given great value, as it is sometimes on the earth. But may I say, when you are faced with a challenge on the earth, which requires you to find all your spiritual strength to face when or if you do find the courage to do the right thing or to say the right thing, to give truth when it is necessary, then it is very satisfying. It is encouraging. It gives you a sense of achievement that you have done the right thing in facing that test in your life. And it gives you the confidence, the self-assurance to know that you have passed one small examination in life. And you will be able to do that again, perhaps more easily, with more self-conviction and that is very satisfying almost to the extent whereby you could look forward to the next testing time because you will enjoy that challenge to see whether you can muster that spiritual strength within you to face that test and indeed 
to show and demonstrate your courage. I think it is just one aspect of the exciting challenges of life and things you have to face when you're living on the earth. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage www.erasmus-foundation.org If you would like to be a guest on our podcast or indeed have further questions for us then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.